0: Everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Monday, April 23rd. Moment of silence, you guys. It's the 23rd of April. I'm just saying. Okay, it's Mailbox Monday. I'm going to be answering questions from two listeners today. The first one is from Rhonda, and the second one is from a homeschool mom who wants to remain anonymous, who has lost her joy. And so, mom, if that's you, you are going to be encouraged. Stick around, you guys. It's going to be a great Monday. a couple things I wanted to let you guys know. If you are in the Portland metropolitan area, Vancouver, Washington, we are having a free Christian leaders breakfast coming up this Saturday at the Homeschool Resource Center. We would love it if you would invite your your pastor, a Christian leader that you know of that lives in the area, uh, because we're trying to cast a vision for ministering to families and just uh, spreading the gospel, really the hope that we have in Jesus. So that happens this Saturday, the 28th, at the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center in Vancouver, Washington. If you guys want more information about that, I'm gonna link back to it in the show notes today. And at the end, I will give you a phone number where you can also call, or you can, oh, for goodness sake, you can find me on Facebook. So find the Resource Center on Facebook. Invite your pastor, invite your family pastor, your senior pastor, your worship pastor, your Christian leader. Uh, we would love to talk about what God is doing there and ways that we can come together together to encourage the community to walk with the Lord. So that's a free breakfast coming up this uh, this Saturday on the 28th of April. All right, let's get right to it today. I got a really sweet letter from a listener. Her name is Rhonda. So hey, Rhonda, I'm glad that you're listening. Thank you for that. Rhonda was asking about something that I say often on the podcast, and that is that there is a blessing in obedience. And she was saying, hey, Heidi, you talk about there being a blessing in obedience, What exactly do you mean by that? So I'm gonna take a couple of minutes just to talk to Rhonda and any of you who are kind of going, yeah, what's the big deal for obedience? First of all, it's really important to know that Jesus requires obedience from us, right? John chapter 14, verse 15 says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now I'm always telling uh, parents, to instruct their children, and actually, for goodness sake, it's good for parents to have this in our heads too, right? God's blessings are never found outside of his boundaries. In other words, if we want to experience the blessing that comes from walking with God, we need to stay inside the boundaries that he gives us. And so we're warned over and over again in the Bible what that looks like when we don't obey, right? Um, Matthew 7, chapter uh, Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 says, enter through the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few that find it. God says that when we learn to walk in obedience to him, that road actually leads to life, and that's what we want. We want the life that God has for us, right? Jesus uh, says over and over again, well, he teaches parables, uh, Matthew uh, chapter seven verses twenty four to twenty seven is the parable of the wise and the foolish builders. We all know what happened to the dude that built his sand, his house on the sand, right? Um, he didn't use wisdom and didn't use obedience in building his house. And what happened when the first uh, when the first waves came along? Bang, his house was gone. So we don't want that. We want to be the person that builds our house on the rock, and really. That rock is Jesus. It's learning to walk in right relationship with Him. Proverbs thirteen, verse thirteen says, "Whoever scorns instruction will pay for it, but whoever respects a command is rewarded." I always tell my children too uh, that uh, you know I'm kind of joking with them, but I'm always like, "Listen, you guys, if you wanna if you wanna uh, be blessed in the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you need to walk in obedience, and that obedience starts with obedience to your parents." It's very important for us to teach our children to listen to and obey their parents. Why? Because the Bible says this is the first commandment with a promise. God tells us that we are to instruct our children to learn to obey their parents. And we in turn wanna obey the Lord, right? We wanna listen to God's word and do what it says. The Bible says, blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. That comes from Luke 11, verse 28 how do you love god sometimes our children will ask us that how do we tell god that we love him well the best way to tell god that you love him is to keep his commandments first john 5 chapter 5 verses 2 and 3 by this we know that we love the children of god when we love god and observe his commandments for this is the love of god that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome what what does what does he mean by that he means that the commandments of the lord the law of the lord are perfect they lead to good things they lead to blessings they don't lead to burdens and every time we walk outside of what god would want us to do we struggle right and god's word teaches us how we should go and so we want to walk in in uh, in obedience to the lord all right and so obedience is a big deal and honestly all you got to do is uh, is get your concordance out go to the back of your Bible look up the word obedience and see what God has to say about it because he's he's serious about that he's serious about us walking in obedience to him kind of reminds me I was thinking about this uh, just now as I'm sitting here uh, talking to you guys it reminds me of speaking in al and in, in Alberta uh, okay I was in Alberta for all of you Red Deer people, I'm very sorry. Speaking in Red Deer, <laughs> I, I I live in battleground. I don't like it when people think that I live somewhere else. So I uh, speaking in Red Deer and we were talking about the importance of obedience in the quiet places of our hearts. In other words, the places where nobody else can see. So nobody else is probably watching you when it's 11 o'clock at night and you're on your computer and you see something that you shouldn't be seeing. But you just can't stop right you look at it anyway And the moment we continue to do that and we recognize that what we're doing is sin That is disobedience to god Because god said that we're supposed to uh, keep our eyes from all the things that are evil why because uh, God says in his word that the heart is this is the root of all the things that we struggle with It's it's evil, right? We struggle with our sin nature and so the first place of obedience is that walk with God. It's learning to love what God loves and hate what God hates. And I'll tell you, it's not super popular in the culture right now to hate what God hates because the culture says, love everything. You know, if we, we make our own choices and we just, you know, you, li- you live your life and I live my life and we'll let bygones be bygones except for... There are consequences for disobedience, and like I said last week, God's laws are like the laws of gravity. It doesn't matter if you guys believe in gravity or if I believe in gravity or not. If I decide to walk off my roof, gravity is going to have the last say. Why? Because the laws of gravity trump any kind of stupid uh, idea that I have in my head. That gravity doesn't really matter, and God's laws are the same way. Um, It's that it's that way with sexual sin. You know why do we have why do we struggle with STDs? Well uh because we've walked away from what God says to do we get uh, sexually transmitted diseases because we have multiple partners or because our partner wasn't honest to us or wasn't honest with us and wasn't faithful and ended up that that person was doing something that God says don't do which gave him or her a sexually transmitted disease and then they take it home and they give it to their spouse right and it's almost always and we've we've told our children this many times over you know a long long time of parenting That whenever a a parent especially chooses to walk away from the Lord or a spouse chooses to disobey what God says uh, is how we should live, it's the innocent people that suffer first and they suffer the most. And I've seen this play out in my family. I've seen this play out in the lives of many, many hundreds of men and women around the country as I've traveled and spoken for all these years. And so when I say that there's a blessing in obedience, the first blessing Is that we don't end up with the suffering that is the natural ramification the natural consequence of the sin of disobedience So the sin of going against what god says uh, It brings suffering suffering is the sure result of disobedience. And so the counter to that obviously Is a blessing and there's a blessing in obedience So if we truly love the lord and we want to know him, we're going to want to keep his commandments. All right Uh, First John chapter two, verses three to six, by this we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. The one who says I have come to know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him the love of God has truly been perfected. By this we know that we are in him. The one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he's talking about Jesus, walk in the same manner as Jesus walked when he was on this earth. So there is a blessing in obedience, and you guys should write this down. God's blessings are never found outside of his boundaries. So that kind of brings me to the to the next uh, sweet mom who wrote to me here at the podcast. If you guys have something that you want, uh, a question you'd like to see addressed, um, a couple ways that you can do it that will make it go to the top of the list. First of all, please, 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 in the subject line, write mailbox Monday. That's all you have to write uh, when those emails come in, they are filtered into a particular uh, mail into a particular mailbox. And so, I really—if <laughs> you put anything else in there, it's not—it's going to go to the inbox, and it's going to take me months. Uh, sometimes I never even see it. So, please just type in "mailbox Monday." You don't need to put a, any kind of other subject in there, and send those to me at podcast at thebusymom dot All right. The next question uh, goes like this: Hi Heidi, I am a homeschool mom who feels like I've lost my joy hmm I feel you girl. I know how that feels. She says I used to be a carefree laid-back fun person who laughed and smiled a lot I look at myself now and I see a serious drill sergeant who has lost the joy of homeschooling to be completely honest It feels like i'm homeschooling our children now to keep them out of public school instead of because I love it There was a time that I loved it. We lived in a small house our older boys at 10 and 7 now fight constantly and I have a four-year-old girl added to the mix. Sometimes I think we are really just tired of each other. I'm envious of the schedule that the public public school moms have. I think about how much I could get done. I could have a clean house. I could prep supper, maybe have an hour or two of downtime every day. I'm starting to feel bad for myself right now (laughs) because I'm reading this (laughs) thinking, right? Uh, The thing that I picture the most is looking forward to seeing my kids each day. I think about how fun snow days would be and having them home over Christmas break, we have a great homeschool community, and we get, uh, we often get out for the co-op and field trips. I have great friends at homeschool. My husband's very supportive and is wonderful about letting me go out for things like moms' nights. Um, and she says she came to uh, the becoming mom strong event in Dayton. So sweet girl, I know exactly who you are. I understand that you're saying that you feel guilty about all this, um, and I, you know, I'm just going to read the rest of what she says because I, I know so many of you can relate to it. She says. I feel guilty that my husband used to come home to a bubbly, happy wife, and now he comes home to a wife who's so worn out and counting the minutes before the kids' bedtimes. I feel guilty sometimes I'm cringing on the inside when the kids come up to me to snuggle because I'm craving space so badly. I don't even have babies anymore. I feel guilty because my kids are growing up with a mom who's a serious taskmaster all day, and a fun mom doesn't make an appearance nearly enough. So listen, a couple of things. First of all, I, I there are times when I feel like I could have written this email maybe every Thursday, all right? Because uh, I think, especially for homeschool moms, and honestly, you don't have to be a homeschool mom to feel this way. I think anytime we're focusing on the wrong thing, then that's what happens to us. And it sounds to me like you're a mom who really likes to have her house tidy, which exactly how I am. And I just wanna encourage you, first thing I'm gonna encourage you to do is take a look at your calendar. Uh, We're nearing the end of April, and I just wanna give you permission to quit. I'm gonna say that again. It's okay to quit. It's okay to lay it down and start just getting your house back in order and breathing again and taking a run to uh, your favorite coffee shop with your kids or going to the zoo and start doing the things that you want to do that sort of bring out that fun mom in you. And I think when when we're at that point, I know that I have been here a lot this year because this is the year that Jay and I opened the Homeschool Resource Center. And it's like we took on two and a half full-time jobs on top of everything else that we were doing. And there was a point in which, several points actually, in which I found myself just an exhausted, irritated uh, mess that was annoyed at my children. And one of the sweet moms at the Homeschool Resource Center said to me, she's like, Heidi, what, what, uh, what harm is there in you taking some time to just hit the reset button, stop worrying about school right now and just love on your kids. And shoot fire if that wasn't great advice. Because really, it sounds to me like I'm reading your email and it sounds to me like you just need a break. It's it's totally normal to be tired of each other. Uh, my my daughter, uh, one of my older daughters, not the ones that have moved out, but one of my older daughters is still at home was talking to me last night about this. She met a girl a couple of weeks ago at the library who um, attends the public school here. And when, she, when Summer told her that she was homeschooled, this young woman said, I do not know how you could stand that. I would hate being around my parents all day long. I'm so glad I get away from my siblings and I'm so glad I go to school. And my daughter was like, that's so sad. And she's not even homeschooling and she's lost the joy of being around her family. So I just wanna tell you, this is not a a problem that's just uh, for homeschool moms. This is a problem for every mom or every every child really who has uh, forgotten why we're doing this thing in the first place that God's the one who makes families and God's the one who uh, who gives us joy. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. Joy has nothing to do with your circumstances, has nothing to do with, uh, with how you are feeling about the job you're doing as a mother or how you're feeling about the job you're doing as a homeschool mom or how clean your house is or if you got a chance to prep supper, which is a huge pet peeve for me uh, because I love cooking. So I would just like to encourage you, I'm actually preaching to myself. I hope you guys don't mind. I'm just talking to myself right now and I'm letting you listen in. I think maybe it's a good idea for us to kind of sit back, make a list of the things that we know we have to get off of our plate and ask the Lord to show us what's important to him. And maybe when the Lord shows us what's important to him, then we can see what's really important for our families and really important for ourselves. So first of all, sweet mom, I'm gonna encourage you, get off the guilt trip, right? Moms are really easy to guilt. We're we're like guilt magnets. Like we, we see the guilt train coming a mile away. Woo, woo, we hear the, we hear the, we hear the train and we don't even buy a ticket. We just jump on, right? So get off the guilt trip train, maybe take a break. And maybe you're going to take, maybe now is when you begin your summer break and you just start school back up in August and you start with new passion and new direction with a clean house and a fresh slate. It's okay to do that. Your kids are are 10 and seven and four. Uh, Quit. <laughs> I actually think it's completely fine to do that. Is it fine, Jay? He says, it's fine. I just got the total thumbs up from my husband. It's fine. Take a break and ask the Lord to help you find that bubbly, happy wife that your husband wants to come home to, because really that's the main thing. You wanna be the wife and the mom that you want your family to remember, right? So it's okay to do that. I just wanna encourage you. I think so many of you, especially homeschool moms, we reach this time of the year and we're just like, everybody has senioritis, right? And we just wanna be done. And so we turn into this crabby, yelling homeschool mom or maybe we're just a mom who just wants to be done and uh, we're, we're not we're not looking at the time of year it is or giving ourselves permission to be done. So I just wanna encourage you to do that. All right, hang in there, sweet mom. I am praying for you um, and I would love it if you would pray for me because what you're saying in your email, I think, is what so many moms are feeling. You are not alone. So I hope that encourages you and partly it's it's back to the obedience thing, right? What are we supposed to do love the lord your god with all your heart your soul your mind and your strength And to love your neighbor as yourself These are the most important things that we will ever do in this life And god wants us to help us do it. Well, so thanks for listening everybody today I hope you guys have been encouraged. I have actually been Encouraged I was really encouraged by this email because I needed to hear that (laughs) So I love you guys jay and I are so thankful that we're able to meet so many of you out on the road we are excited about what God is doing in your life. We are excited about what God is doing at MomStrong International. So many of you, thousands of you joining us over there for the Bible study. We are right in the middle of Gird Up Girls: Strategies and Spiritual Warfare. So come on over for just eight bucks a month. You're gonna get an incredible Bible study. It's gonna bless your socks right off of you. Tips for teaching your children the word of God. A whole section called Kid Strong. So it will take your scripture writing to the next level. And it is our heart and passion here to encourage you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength, and then get out there onto the battlefield because your kids need you and your family needs you and you've got a role to play, all right? Love you guys, have a great Monday, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.